I wonder what people see when they look at me. Am I a person to you? Can you identify in some way with me? Or am I just another nigga? Subconsciously put into boxes as if we're all the same. That same subconscious is what's boxing in your brains. To see all the pain, all the shit that people with my melanin go through. This pigment, which is all it really is. How does a chemical in my genetic makeup make others wary? I'm still trying to figure this out. I feel the stares of people and their judgment like laser beams in eyes that look cold and unwelcoming. How they try to read you, but the pages would be too great for any comprehension. They're not ready to take a step in my shoes. The size is just too much to fill. While some can live there, Others just look from the outside. Jaws dropped. That was a piece titled White and Black by Tarek Boyce from his first book of poetry titled Black, Blue, Green. It's a book with a collection of 10 years of poetry writing. You can follow him on Instagram at poetry by Rick, spelled R-I-K, for more information. Hello, my unapologetic beauties and bows. Welcome back to a special segment brought to you by Unapologetically Her titled Unapologetically Black. Unless you've been living under a rock with no source or connection to the news, social media, and the outside world, you would know that despite the pandemic going on right now, we as the Black community are facing yet again, let me reiterate, again, pain, frustration, anger, rage, sadness, and confusion, and the darkness of the murder of George Floyd by an incompetent Minneapolis police officer along with his three incompetent counterparts. However, it's not only George Floyd that we've lost, but Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, DeAndre Campbell, among others, are just to name the few who we have lost this year, but adds on to the long-growing list that stems from as far back as our grandparents can remember. This is more than just a protest. This is the Black community trying to have their voices heard and their lives valued. In light of the protests and all that's been going on, both across the border and here in our own backyards, I realize it's not only my due diligence, but my responsibility and right to use my platform to not only voice my thoughts and feelings, but to give others the opportunity to share their voice and thoughts as well. The goal is to not only discuss what's going on, but to discuss how we're really feeling, talk about personal experiences, our history, about oppression, interracial relationships, what it's like to be out there on the front lines, how it feels to be black in today's society. There are so many different ways to experience it, but in one way or another, we're all able to relate to each other. The goal is to touch on things we don't always get to hear about and from the voices that you wouldn't normally hear from on a day-to-day basis. Before I play the interviews, please keep in mind that listeners' discretion is advised. What you're about to hear is one person's experience point of view, and story. No, it doesn't reflect everyone's experience and sentiments on a whole. However, it does shed light on the things that some of us have experienced, felt, and came across. I beg you to refrain from being judgmental, but instead to listen to these voices and use their message as a learning tool. Embrace those who are brave enough to lend their voices to this podcast. In this episode, I am joined by Tiffany a mother of two who is both strong and brave enough to join the podcast today and share her story and use it as a testimony for others. 
All right, you guys. So I am joined by Tiffany. And thank you so much for coming to the podcast. No problem. Happy to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Now, I'm just going to jump right into it and ask, how are you? Eh, I'm okay. Like, there's just a lot of things going on in the world right now. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to grasp anything. It's like a, it's a whole roller coaster of emotions, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Kind of one of those, like, you don't know if should I feel happy, should I feel sad, confused, yeah. fear. It, yeah, well, fear, not really, just because, like, I'm not in America. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, um, it's, like, one of those things where you're just, like, trying to, like, for example, I, ch- I try to come off of Instagram because there's just a lot going on right now. Like, you know, yes. like, I feel bad to even post certain things. And it's, like, if I do post, it should be towards the BLM movement. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you kind of feel guilty if it's, like, a picture of yourself or your kids uh, or something uplifting. Yeah. Like, I put a of my kids today. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, um, it, it's, it's something where it's like, okay, well they, they make me happy. So it's like, I don't really feel bad about that. But like, if I was to put up a selfie, I don't, it's just not the right timing. Even, you yeah. know, I see a lot of people even still putting up their like business things. And it's like, right now I feel like we should just, I don't know. It's like a hit or miss for the whole thing. It's like, okay, we can't keep dwelling, like dwelling upon it. Cause I feel like the more. I don't want to say the more we talk about, the more sad we get. But like mm-hmm. I said, I'm trying to avoid it a little bit because it's just overwhelming. And then you know, um, it's just it puts it does put fear in my heart and in my head because I have a little boy. You know what yes. I'm saying? And I have a little girl. I'm not in America, but shit, it happens down here too. You know what I'm saying? Like anywhere, absolutely, you are, it doesn't matter. It's just yeah, America. Unfortunately, it hits it. It's where it's worse down there. Hmm. Yeah. No, I totally feel you on that. That's why I'm like, I'm sometimes I'm like, should I post on IG? But I'm like, maybe like wait till next week. Yeah. I don't really want to yeah. see like insensitive or like, okay, I cared for the day and now let's thank you next. Yeah, right? That's mm-hmm. how I feel. So it's kind of just like, okay, like maybe I should just chill out. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's definitely a touchy. I just can't believe we're going through this right now. You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot. It's just a lot 2020. of things. Girl, it's just a lot of things going on right now. Like, you know, like, we were stuck in the house for so long. No school, no work. Like, you can't go nowhere. Um, and then this happened. And it's just, like, I don't know. And then people are still insensitive about it. You know what I'm saying? There's still yep. things going around. There's still things happening even after the fact that that happened to uh, George Floyd. So it's kind of just, like, and there's many others. You know what I'm saying? Even, yes. um... I don't know her real name, um, her full name, but Regis down in Toronto, like, you know, that mm-hmm. case, there's Breonna, you know, um, Ahmed, you know what I'm saying? There's just so many cases. Um, and that's only the ones that we've heard about. We don't even know how many that we yeah. haven't heard about yet. And it's been six months yeah. into the year. Yeah. Trust mm-hmm. me. It, right? It's super, de- it's definitely depressing for sure. Oh Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is something where it's like it's 2020 and yet we're still dealing with something not even as far back as in the 90s with Ronnie King but this is going yeah. as far back as like Emmett Till if not further yeah for like sure 400 years and then some mm-hmm. and yeah. then it's kind of like a piss off that people are like mad that we are so angry it's just the fact that 
we're being treated like animals. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's being filmed. This way. Like, it's not like it's never been there. The problem's always been there. It's just that it's being filmed now. You get what I'm saying? Will Smith so, right there. Oh, did he say that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> shit. Like that's I said, I haven't been on Instagram, so shit, you know? That's exactly but, what he said. It's not getting worse. It's just getting filmed. And you said it spot on. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's true, though. It's definitely been there. I've experienced a lot of racism in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I lived in um, Pickering for a while. I'm back here now. And even I had to beat up a, <laughs> I had to beat up a few people. I'm not going to lie. I put some hands on people. Dang. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, what? Like, that was what? Grade, I was in grade 11. And mm-hmm. then the first fight, I beat up a little white boy because he called me a nigger. Oh, you stupid nigger. Because he, we were, I guess he's playing like tag in the field. This is elementary, eh? Elementary, and he's younger than me. So let's just say I was in grade, let's just guess. I'm in grade six, and he's probably in grade like, I don't know, four, I would say, no, like maybe one year younger. I want to yeah. say one year younger, okay? Um, and it's crazy because his sister was my friend. Oh. Which is crazy. So he, I guess they were playing tag or whatever, and I was, and I, and I walked and I was in the way, and he's like, and he's like, oh, you stupid nigger. Yo, when I saw you, I dragged that little boy down the field by his goddamn t-shirt to the point where his t-shirt came off. Like, I had to be stopped. The teacher had to come stop me. And I'm like, well, he's being racist. Call me a nigger. And the teacher was just like, well, okay, okay, okay. Um, you know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, it's okay, like, okay. They didn't know. Listen, this is like, I don't even know what year is that. I don't know. That was, it was a 19-something, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the this, early is 2000s. 2000s, this is still the 2000s, y'all. This is still the 2000s. For sure. <laughs> I'm not that old. Shit. Nah, but she would, she didn't know how to deal with it. So then, like, he did get in trouble. He got um, suspended. Mm-hmm. I didn't get suspended because. I, yeah, which I got in trouble. I got attention. You know, I'm still a fight. Right. But it's just the fact that they were because there wasn't that much black people which i'm so surprised there wasn't that much black people in that school i guess that they dealt with the situation super like sensitive mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they had compassion towards how i was hurt yeah you know what i'm saying because but it's crazy because that wouldn't have happened in another school they probably would have brushed it under the rug and been like okay and then probably suspended me too but right? because there was a little amount and i guess the the town that the neighborhood we were in everybody messes with everybody you know we don't oh. discriminate we were so young we don't look at you oh you're white so i ain't gonna fuck with you or you're yeah. brown i'm not gonna you know what i'm saying um so it was a really is innocent this is an innocent city that i was in or i'm mm. still in it um so you know they did they just they they cared which was good and then after the girl Erin, she actually reached out to me, like, um, you know, in class or whatever. She heard what happened. She's she was so she was she's she was in tears. Yeah. She's like, I don't know why he do that. Like, you know, and that's my friend. You get what I'm saying? Like that was my friend and that was her little brother. And he was so sad. When I tell you that little boy loved me off after that incident <laughs> and it wasn't like I'm scared of you, it's more so like I'm so sorry and I feel bad and I should have yeah. never done i'm pretty sure when he got when he got home his mom and his dad took like you know sat him down and was like are you crazy like, like that's not a word you you, you do. in grade mm-hmm. five like where do you yeah go? yeah that's what i'm saying so 
that was one. And then I beat this girl up in that age called Ajax High, some school in the, in the East. Mm-hmm. There was no black people. Oh God. At all. Um, and the black people that were there were pumpums. <laughs> they were gonna do nothing. So my ass, you know me. <laughs> like they actually came to me and said, "Yo, this girl is running up and down the, the hallways, calling people a nigger." I was like, "Hold on, hold on, wait a minute." Let oh me shit. So I confronted her. She said, "Yeah, so what? You are a nigger, girl." I beat her ass to the ground. <laughs> I don't play, yo. I don't play. Just like what Trina did in the Walmart, or where she did, she wanted to beat that girl's ass. Mm-hmm. Crazy, nah. We, I don't take that it's shit lightly. It's the fact that, and it's the fact that I guess they, it was a, all like a, a, all the black people, they chilled with people like that, but they, they didn't stand up for themselves. No, so they the kind of just had to everyone, laugh it off and be passive aggressive with it. I don't even know. That and just not having a backbone about it. Yeah. So I guess he didn't think, because I was new. It was literally probably like the one, the month that I just went to that school, started going to that school. And they didn't know who I was. Nobody knew who I was. I didn't go. I didn't know anybody there, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I wasn't taking no shit. You're crazy. No. So yeah, it's everywhere. Racism is every. Doesn't matter. Any city, every city, every friggin' country, everyone goes through it. Mm-hmm. See, I don't even like the use where people use that. I don't care if it's a song. I don't care if you think we're homies. The meaning with that word, I just, I just can't. Like, I will call good. you, like, a ninja or, like, not to anything at all. Yeah. You're good. See, I need to get out of that. Because I, I do. I'm not going to lie. I do. I do use that. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So my Only within the black community. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those ones that I know. Because I do, as I'm growing up, I don't, you know, I, I wouldn't want my kids using it either. Mm-hmm. If I heard just try use it, I probably would have whooped his ass. Right? Um, which is my son but it's kind of like hypocritical because it's like okay mommy you use it you know yeah, yeah kind of want to like set that trend or break that cycle for him yeah definitely yeah. it's a working progress so <laughs> yeah definitely okay step by step <laughs> the learning curve it's a so, learning curve so did you ever use it or i oh, always like even if it's like a song, like you know, with like Biggie, like Juicy. If you don't know, yeah. now you know. <laughs> I told I like I understand. Like I don't. I understand. Like you know, it could still be, in a sense, for fun or amusing. But I just, just I just don't like the word. Yeah. Because when we start using it, and then they think it's okay to start using it, and then not everybody uses it, and we get mad. You see rappers embarrassing people in concerts, but it's like you put it in your song. You really thought they weren't going to say it, and you put it in the song. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Right? That's so, all fact. It's very counter-contradictory, however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's facts. Mm-hmm. So my first official question for you is, off camera, you didn't mention being in the system. Can you mm-hmm. shed some light as to what that means for those who aren't aware and what it means to be in the system? what it is um (laughs) well I was a bad you (laughs) growing up still trying to you know try to I try to fight them demons you know deep within um but yeah um I I went to the I went to jail twice Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know that um it's kind of something that I don't like to share because I'm it's not like I'm proud of it but I'm not gonna lie I feel like I am 
I'm happy that it happened because then I know what I don't want to do and where I don't want to end up going. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, it's not cool. Um, for example, like going back to the States, um, I was okay. So whatever I was on house arrest Mm -hmm. and everything would drop, you know, all my stuff dropped. Um, and then I was free to go over to the States. Yeah. But I had my, my pardon and I had another piece of paper showing like, okay, like everything's okay. Like, you know, um, and I'm off house arrest. Mm -hmm. It was easy for me to leave. Then when I was coming back in, they were like, no, how did you, you're on house arrest. Like, how did you leave? And then I was just Uh like, I was just like, I'm not on house arrest. Like I have my papers here. And they were basically trying to say that, like, I made up these papers. And I was like, I remember I'm coming back into Canada. So this is the U.S., you know what I'm saying, border, like, telling me that, like, you know, and I was just like, are you kidding me? So literally, I I got locked up down there because they told me that they were trying to basically tell me that I was like, it's a fraudulent piece of paper. And I was like, yo, you need to understand that the the paperwork is slow going to the border. Mm-hmm. So in, in City Hall or in, in the city in Toronto and in their system, it's saying that, yeah, my charges are dropped. I'm off, I'm not on no conditions, no. but I guess to the border, they still have it pending or they still have me under uh, whatever they have me under. Right. Wow. So yeah, that's kind of like a con, a con to it because it's like, it's kind of embarrassing, you know, and that was a bus trip too. So yeah. like the whole bus freaking left me and I was there by myself, you know, my family couldn't stay or nothing like that. So, and my thing is like, did they not realize the officers had to screen you to even get past the border into the States? Yeah. So it's just, it's very, it's not fun. And then on top of that, you know, even getting jobs and stuff at the beginning, I couldn't get any. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course it's more so like, you're looked at, you know what I'm saying? You're looked at differently from employers. And I don't even know if it's on, honestly, I know I don't have a record, yeah. but you never know. But I, I know when I pass away, that shit's going to pop up. You know what I'm saying? That shit, it doesn't go away. No. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of just like, I mean, try to avoid even it, if it went like, away, you wouldn't have had those problems, like you said, at the very yeah. beginning. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the one of the cases that I, that, you know, I was charged for, um, it was a race. I feel like it was a racial thing. Um, it was a TTC bus driver. I beat him up. Yeah. Um, and I feel like he was assuming that I, that I, that I, that I had a fraudulent card, like a fraudulent weekly pass. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 mine was valid. Like I had to, I'll call my mom and be like, mom, can you, like, I put her on speaker and everything. Can you tell this man that we were at Scarborough Town Center and I bought this for twenty five fifty? And she was like, "Yeah." Da, da, da. He's like, "I don't want to hear it. I don't hear it. I don't care." Da, da, da. It's fraudulent. And without, but the thing is, is he didn't even look at it. He like literally went like this. He he thinged it out my hand. He like um, thing it out my hand and then basically looked looked at it and then put it in his pocket, his front pocket. I had gloves on, so it was easy for him to just to kind of take it. it. So I was like, oh, uh, like, it's literally Monday. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you, I got a whole seven, like, you know, seven days to this shit. So exactly. you think it ain't Saturday. So, so basically, I uh, that girl says not Saturday. 
Nah, but seriously. Um, so yeah, basically, we I ended up. Yeah, I tried to get get it from his pocket, and he slapped my hand, and that's when I just kind of went off. And yeah. I beat his ass, and it was on camera. Everything was on camera. Obviously, this is this is when they just literally put like the cameras in the buses, oh, which shit. was a good good thing on me for me because it showed that he did slap me first and with mm-hmm. all my case or whatever. Um, and then when I was in the bin, because I was in jail for that, because it's me against the city now, right? Exactly. So because of that, um, when I was in there, I overheard that he got into another altercation with another Black um, student or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and that he does have a problem, clearly, with Black people. Call it anyone, brown or whatever. If you're not white, you know, he's not fucking with you. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. uh, I've seen those ones. Yeah. So because of that, it kind of helped my case because basically they dropped it because they had to Good. charge him. They had to charge him because he had other altercations with other people while I was in the bin. So they're like, clearly this person is the problem. Mm-hmm. So all I had to do was write a goddamn apology letter to him, some sappy ass shit, and I'm out. What do you think I did? <laughs> give a shit I didn't I write that thing I didn't it's probably like three friggin words and it was done like yeah nobody got to have that like you know what I'm saying so oh. yeah so being in the system is not is not fun um yeah <laughs> it's not fun try to avoid it um you know sometimes our anger gets the best of us and yeah. that's what it was I was an angry child and um you know sometimes the insecurities of dealing with certain people like that because you're literally just having you know you could be having a really good day and all of a sudden this person is accusing you of something you didn't even do of course you're gonna be upset you're i'm supposed to stay calm exactly degrading my character exactly like so yeah that's what happened Mm-mm. I just yep. listening to that story because I've seen I've seen this too like in Scarborough and everything with people when it comes to the passes and they want to take it and kick people off the bus like sir miss I got school to go to I got work yeah. I don't have time for this yeah and it's just the fact that he didn't like I remember it I I remember it like it was yesterday he literally like was like let me see that and he took it out my hand and he put it in his pocket he didn't even look at it and I'm, I'm like you didn't give even it to look somebody. at it <laughs> he was gonna give it to his kid because he's like you know what might as well right? just like these offer- officers down here taking your weed and they're just gonna smoke with their friends no, ain't nobody can, no one can tell me that doesn't happen it happens mm. it happens you see it on tv all the time <laughs> what the hell they, they be smoking all of that what the hell that's crazy like, I can't we on deal. to you we on to you yeah, like it's not no, it's not no secret. Nope. Of course you're doing that. A dime? You really gonna take my dime? My dime of weed? What are you gonna do with that? First of all, it's legal now, so. <laughs> but yeah, just for the vibe, right? <laughs> now, my next question for you is: Growing up, did your family ever have to talk to you about racism and police brutality? No, because I I went through it. I knew it was, you know, I knew it was there. Mm-hmm. I seen it in New York. I seen it in the, when I used to chill, like in Malvern and Chester Lee and Jane and Finch. Like, I see it. There's point, you know, even like down to the, I don't know if you remember the Beyonce concert that she had, the free one. Yes. Dundas Square. 
and they they tried to get everybody out and they tear gassed everybody and all this stuff. There was a there was even a um police like five of them on one guy for no reason, literally. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I've seen it all the time. It's it's very rare. It's it's not nothing new and it's sickening to watch and what sucks is that you it's either you're brave enough to do something about it and, and jump in because there's times where I was drunk and I was like, no, you can't do that. And I'd go and they literally like push me on the ground. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have bruises it's up to this day, you know? Um, so it's either you try to do something and be brave enough, um, you know, I mean, risk your life basically because you never know what they could easily be angry mm-hmm. and turn around and shoot you for you trying to protect that one person that six officers are on so it's like you never even got the chance to be told this can happen to you because no. by the time you're of, of age for it to for it to possibly happen it's already happening i'm you not gonna lie I was, innocence I, yeah my my dad didn't say shit about anything my mom she's a christian woman she didn't think she she has to you know just me and my sister mm-hmm. we have i have more more um siblings but you know that's not her children so yeah she's not gonna speak to them about it but she had two girls she didn't think that she had to say anything to us but she was raising a little rebel which was me so <laughs> no she didn't have they didn't say anything i i seen it for myself i was a street girl i'm not gonna lie like i would be chilling with the and i mm-hmm. seen it you know what i'm saying firsthand so it's like no nobody i never had the conversation with nobody um and it sucks that i I mean i I have to now with my kids for sure i know that's for sure yeah i have a little boy and i want more but now what's crazy about it um i'm getting older you know i'm about to be 30 30 30 happy birthday when it comes 27 days girl (laughs) i'm grown woman teens all right but i'm getting up there and i want more kids Mm -hmm. but this world is just getting worse and scarier. So it's like, do I want to bring? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that, that's like, I feel like it's selfish. Like, I want a big family, but are those two babies, like, ready to be in this crazy world? Right. What if I have another boy? You know what I'm saying? What if they're, what, like, what if both of them, because I want two, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying two of them. But yeah, like, Manifest. if I have two, right? If I have two boys, it's like now I have to worry about that, and it's scary. It's scary, even for my ones right now. Like you know, um, mm. Jashai, he's about to be eight. He doesn't know what's going on. He just, he knows about the pandemic, the coronavirus, but he doesn't know what's going on in the world. Um, but he did face my seven-year-old faced racism already. Oh. Innocence is a little robbed. A little Chinese boy in his school or his class or whatever that's supposed to be his friend said that that said to him, um, what did he say? He said something about it was to him, it wasn't just a Jashai, it was him and another black boy, and he said, Oh, um, black boys are bad. Um, black boys are bad. Um, and then Jashai was like shocked, like what do you mean, black boys? You guys are bad. You guys are trouble. You always get in trouble. And, like, it went on and on and on. I honestly, because it was so long ago, it was, like, last Trust. year. But his teacher is black. 
thank God. His teacher was black. Yeah, so she was, first of all, Jashai is her favorite. Yeah. So anything that Jashai goes through, if he's having trouble in school, if he, whatever the case is, if he got in trouble at school, she's calling me first before the principal's calling me just to let me know or she'll message me. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Um, Those are the teachers so, I appreciate. Yeah, right? So she told me, hey, if Jashai comes home upset, um, this is what happened and this and that. And I sit, sat down. I did have the talk with him. Actually, yeah, I did have the talk with him. There's going to be people out there that are going to judge you off of your skin color. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people mm. are just sick in their head. And it's just that I'm trying to talk to him in a way where he'll understand. Because yeah. his brain is still developing. He's still small. To me, he's still my baby. So I don't know how to put it in a way that I don't want to scare him. Mm-hmm. But I want him to understand that, yes, you're going to face that because, and it's crazy because it's a seven-year-old saying that, you know what I'm saying? A seven-year-old saying yeah. to another seven-year-old, like, where did you even get this idea from? Your parents? Things you watch on YouTube? You know what I'm like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's super questionable. This goes back where they said, people, it starts at home, not only educate yourself, but you need to install the right things into your kids. They soak things up like sponges. Yeah, no. I keep saying kids are not born to hate. They're not born to be racist or sexist yeah. or whatever the case. You are the ones teaching your kids this. Exactly. Whatever you're letting them watch, whatever conversation you're letting them hear, it's coming from you. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. Oh God. Mm. I just feel like his innocence is already being taken away. Um. Well, he just, I just need to, you know, me and his dad need to just kind of make sure he understands that at the end of the day, you're going to encounter things like this, which sucks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I encountered it so much times, numerous times in my life. Um, It sucks. I don't know. It's like you, it's like we have to deal with it, but we shouldn't have to. No. No. Not so technically not so late in the game. It's 2020 yeah exactly but you kind of touched on a question so i'm actually going to weave in this question with you because you talked about you already had to have this discussion with your son how would you suggest parents in general have these talks with their kids at what age do you think it should start because you you started pretty young technically yeah seven Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know how to because i'm still learning how to be a parent you know what i'm saying like i have two but shit, this shit don't come in a manual, <laughs> and you don't think of things like this. You no. know what I'm saying? You're, you're think, I don't, you know what I'm saying? There's just so much things to, to talk about. Why am I talking about the color of my skin and how, you know, maybe one day you might, because there's some things that he's done that's bad. And I'm like, you don't want the police to get you because you know what? You're a young black boy. And if you start doing this thing right now. You know, mm-hmm. for example, like if, if he's in Walmart and he goes in like the little candy thing and he eats a candy, that's oh, stealing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, if a policeman, for example, what if a um a store owner sees that they call the police because the skin color you are, or just because you know they've seen you stealing, mm-hmm. the police might write down your name. Okay. Okay. Yep. Listen to this. So this is what I told him. I said, okay, the police will write down your name. You're not gonna get in trouble because you're a minor. Mm-hmm. All right. Boom, 15 years old, you go in a convenience store, you want to get a little pack of gum, you steal it. Store owner sees it again. 
calls the police. Police comes. What's your name? Just shy. What's your last name? Smith or whatever the case is. Okay, cool. Boom. 18 years old. He goes to the Apple store. Steals, God forbid. <laughs> steals a MacBook or some shit. You know, anywhere. Any store. Mm-hmm. Okay. They call the police. The police are going to look up his name. And they're going to see like, wow, when you were seven, you were in Walmart stealing whatever. Wow, mm-hmm. when you were 15, you were stealing this. So they're going to see a pattern and they're not going to slap you on your wrist. No. They're going to arrest you right then and there. And the thing is, it's just getting friggin' worse now. So it's like, I don't even think there's a slapping on the wrist anymore. Because back then, if you like caught, if you were caught stealing, it's a slap on the wrist and you get like, um, you know, um, banned from the mall or the yeah. store or whatever the case is, you know? Right now, I don't think it's like that. Mm-mm. I feel like they're going to lock you up right then and there. Look here, this way we're lucky to even get locked up. Or even beats. You never know. Right? I don't really, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I haven't heard too much stories down here about getting beaten mm-hmm. by police, like, causing death, though. Yeah. Like, in jail, they do, for sure. Like, the bad guard, like, the um, the, the dirty guards and stuff, they'll mm-hmm. set you up because they're getting money, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, from the inmates or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, getting, like, what, you know, in the, in America, what they're getting and throwing them on the ground i don't know if you've seen the video of like the old man that got dashed on the ground and then they tried to help him back up (laughs) how do you dash the foot on the ground like you messed up okay and you're and you're on film this is where they don't understand cameras people yeah treat just treat each other like humans i'm I'm yeah Yeah, I don't get it. And it's, I feel it's demons. It's not like you're not, you're sick in your head. Mm-mm. That's Alice not demons and like, insecurities that you have yet to deal with. It's bare. I'm telling you, it's spirits. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's human like. I don't feel like a human would act like that. I feel like it's spirits. There's no way a human thinks it's okay to do that. Yep. That video play replays in my head and it's so of George Floyd. That shit is crazy. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you just, didn't care like how like there's no way you were human form no <laughs> there's no way you're human for you I to could do even that. bring and myself to watch that just the picture alone just scared the heck out of me and i'm just like every time again. i because people keep like posting and shit and i'm like you know trying to scroll up real quick because i'm like yo i don't want to be seeing this again like it's nope. too much because i did watch it when it first came out i did watch it because i was like i couldn't believe it mm-hmm. i couldn't believe that that's how he got you know that's how he died and, the, you know, like, crying over his mom, all that stuff. That's crazy. And that's when it takes it back to, like, me and, you know, thinking about Jashai and, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, just thinking, like, shit, like, one day. Like, you know, I don't want – it's not going to happen. And I hope – you know what I'm saying? All that stuff. But it's just, like, even his wife, George's wife's like, I wish I was there. Like, I feel, help, like, helpless. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like crazy you took away a father a husband a brother an uncle like you just took away an innocent life for something that wasn't even real that's the part that pisses me off even more i'm just now figuring out that's what why because i was wondering like what was the actual like what happened and then i i heard it was like a counterfeit 20 but it was a real 20 Mm -hmm. and then the store owner actually knows him like 
and the store owner's just like honestly like we're never gonna call police ever again but i'm like but you don't you're not so but you're not supposed to call police like what the hell like i've been in retail for so long if if someone has a counterfeit thing you call security exactly or you ask if you have anything else to pay with you don't call freaking police what the hell what is a bogetta bogetta is that where he was at i don't know Mm. i always thought it was the target because i'm like i saw they burnt down the target so i'm like was he shopping at target then (laughs) because i'm just like you have one job i'm sure you are trained to see and um how money is counterfeit yeah that's like being a cashier one-on-one and the yeah. fact that you're so quick to go jump to that, they, they need to talk to that little girl, little boy that reported it. Sorry, not sorry. Wait, that that black girl that recorded the whole thing? No, the person who like got the store manager or whatever to call the police in the first place. Oh. You weren't doing your job when you were checking that $20 bill. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on some real shit. Nope. And it ended up and you know he's going to have a guilty conscience, that guy that called. Hmm. Anybody that was in that, like, in look what you caused. But the thing is, people keep saying, oh, but they didn't know that that's how the police were going to respond. It doesn't matter. It could have been all avoided. Exactly. For a goddamn $20 bill, you're as, as racist as the damn car. How I see it. People get killed when they don't turn on their turn and single. Um, turn and signal. Um, Sandra Bland. You had um, DeAndre, what's his name, DeAndre Campbell, who had mental health illness in Brampton, wanted help for himself, if I remember the story correctly. The police killed him. So you oh, really, really? I don't know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. It happened, I don't even know if it was last month or like two months ago. Mental health, Peel police killed him. So you see, this is a trend. It's been a trend. The littlest things, the minute you call police, all, all hell breaks loose. You know what's so crazy? About today, with all this shit going on, a po- yo, so I'm walking with Ava or whatever. I see, you know, police were at my my um my building. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So we're eating food. Now we hear a knock on the door. Girl, I'm like, I'm like, wait. For I don't know, I don't know. I'm not that so raven, but sometimes I think you know I got a little little magic because this is like okay, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that it's police. Yo, why is police on my door? So I was like, yo. I was like, so I was like, mom, get the door. <laughs> I get the door. <laughs> so she got the door. And they're looking for somebody else. And then my mom's heart dropped. Because I was like, and in my head, I'm like, I didn't do shit. I didn't do nothing. Like, I've been home. I've been quarantine. I mean, I did, you know, party a little bit, you know, the other day. But I know my girl's free, mama. I'm innocent. <laughs> you know, right? No, but they're looking for someone else still. But it's just my mom. We were busting jokes, and she's like, "I, I was like, yo, I'm not gonna lie. I thought they were gonna say, oh, we're looking for Tiffany Anton.' My mom would. My mom was like, yo, I don't think I could even have the, the, the amount of guts to even say, yeah, she's right here. I would have been like, no, I don't even know who that is, kind of thing. And then she That's... shut the door, and my mom be like, Tiff, run, <laughs> go, go to your grandpa's place. <laughs> Mommy's like, oh, gee, cause, oh, hell yeah, no. like, yeah, not again, man, not again. We ain't going down this road. Um, you come too far. Had, right, bitch? Like, damn. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that was kind of nerve-wracking. But, no, there was a video mm-hmm. um, of a little girl crying. I don't know if you've seen it. That shit touched my heart. I had to log out when mm-hmm. I seen that. And she's like, 
am I really gonna get killed for being for being this this skin color that I'm in or yeah. some shit like that? You seen that? I, and her I'm dad. I'm gonna be totally honest. When I see those videos, I like, but I have to keep scrolling. I don't have the heart and the mental yeah. like capacity to keep yeah. watching these and have it replay. And it's like, if yeah. I like, I don't even want to have kids in this kind of society. Like I want a child, but I don't think I want to because of what's yeah. going on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like I'd be selfish if I do bring any more in this world. But yeah. no, she definitely was like heart. Like she was bawling. She's like, "Am I really gonna get killed for the skin that I'm in? Is like for being black?" I was like, and she's like, maybe like five. Oh God. I was like, damn, yo, this is crazy. Mm-mm. and it's affecting everyone and the thing is it's like america american children are way more woke yeah you get what i'm saying because oh, yeah. you know um they're seeing it firsthand they're hearing it you know they'll be on their block in, in the in the freaking in their house taking a shower and they hear gunshots mm-hmm. and then they find out that their little friend's dad died by yep. whom police or by the, our own kind or whoever you get what i'm saying oh yeah so like i feel like they're more aware of what's going on but like compared to my kids we don't go through that shit you know what i'm saying so yeah mm-hmm. it is hard for me to bring it up to my kids especially just shy i can't bring it up to ava it was a baby she's three she doesn't know what the hell is going on right so, oh god i love the innocence <laughs> right just go watch a peppa pig boo boo go watch peppa pig <laughs> Yeah, but she rude as hell. Rude. Okay? Peppa Pig's rude, too. Like, goddamn, that girl rude as hell. I don't know what she did to these little kids. But, yeah, no, just I, I just have to, yeah. Just have to it's pray gonna be for hard. her. Yeah, for sure. Because right now, since we're on the topic um, topic of kids, it kind of makes me think of the statement where they talk about when kids exit that cute stage, and go into the threat stage. Right now, you have a cute seven-year-old. He's adorable. Everyone looks at him and looks in awe. But he's going to reach that age where he goes from aw to oh. Mm-hmm. Like, how does like how does that? How like I don't know. That makes you feel. How do you process that? The fact that that's going to come, and that's something that a lot of people are talking about now. You had what's his name, Tamir Rice. The little boy who was killed for having a play, I don't know if it was a water gun or whatever, police shot and killed him. Really? Mm-hmm. In the, in the Wait, States, how old was he? He had, he had to be under the age, like, 12 or under, I believe. He was not that old. Wow. So, like, at what point do our kids stop being cute and become a threat? From, from when they... Help them. Listen, I feel like they're a threat from when they come out the womb. That's how I see it. Yep. I just want to search his age. Keep going, though. But, yeah. No, for sure. Like, I feel like it. there is no age, <laughs> to be honest. I feel like, I don't know. Remember, we're in Canada, man. Like, it's different down here. Like, yes, some people may look at us away and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to think about my kids being, like, a threat. Right? Just Ooh, it's like we just gotta saw that out. Sorry, he was twelve. He was twelve years old. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just. Mm. But you know what? Um, I'm not gonna lie. When I go with my kids, um, they don't get the death threats. I mean, the death stares and the 
they all get the oh they're so cute you know what i'm saying so i don't know how to register from yeah like i don't know i don't know how to answer that to be honest because it's like no that's that's a fair answer yeah like i I don't know yeah Mm -hmm. well in that case my next question for you is sorry i always have to like look back at my questions you mentioned not only being a witness of police brutality, but also a victim. Whew. Mm. Can you describe how you felt in those moments, the fear, the anger, the impact it had on you, not only in the moment, but how it still has some sort of effect on you to this day? Oh, shit. Sorry. No, I just seen police and I'm here drinking in my car. You guys, she um, is parked in her parking lot. That's a disclaimer yeah, for anyone actually yeah. watching the podcast. She is parked in her parking lot. She didn't go in nowhere. My, yeah, nowhere. And I'm, it's wine. We're good. I'm not driving nowhere. We're good. Nope. But, um, um, okay. So I, yeah, I've been, attacked by I'm gonna say attacked because I was mm-hmm. by the police on um, multiple occasions um the one time or say uh, the first time was in Scarborough and yo honestly I hate talking about it because it's it's super like I was so scared I was probably I was probably 16 yeah and you know, uh, whatever happened, we were all chilling, and then it was a block that I was in, and uh, basically, we were all chilling, and then they're like, yo, Popo's here, so everyone scattered. Mm-hmm. They chased, instead of, ch- they didn't catch anybody, but they see me, my my next friend, and they chased us to the, um, to the, to the main road, and they were, they attacked us to the ground, you know, um, I had like probably three, four on me. Um, I wouldn't say that they had, they had me like, they had me like George, but nobody was on my neck. You get what I'm saying? But I'm a small girl. So of course I I cannot, I can't breathe. Your whole three of you guys on my chest, on me, like face to the ground. Like I have nothing on me. I have my purse, you know, my my little purse on me. Mm -hmm. And, um the thing is I called my mom before this and I'm like oh um mom I'm getting chased by the police and I was scared as shit I was scared as shit of course when they did so when they did tackle me to the ground um my phone dropped but I don't think they noticed that anybody was on the on the phone (gasps) but my mom was on the phone so she heard everything so they kept on yelling and cussing, telling us to shut up and, oh, you're going to get caught. Duh, duh, duh. How old are you? What's your name? And this and that. Where's your ID? All this stuff, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, mom, help. Like, mom, help. Duh, duh, duh. Oh, your mom's not here. She can't help you. Duh, duh, duh. But I wasn't going to snitch on myself and be like, oh, well, she's on the phone. You know Of what course I'm not. Mm-mm. So I wanted her to hear everything, which is crazy because I feel like every, I feel like almost every encounter that I've had, my mom, I always call my mom. I always call my mom for like, yeah. So when yo, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. When I heard about George calling out his mom, I totally felt that. I it like hit me hard because mm-hmm. I was like, yo, in that moment, you ain't thinking about anybody. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah. So basically, whatever. 
So I guess one of them begged that I, that somebody was on the phone. They caught that someone's on the phone or whatever. I'm like, oh, hello, who is this? And like, oh, this is her mother. What's going on? Da, 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 da. And they're like, oh, we caught your, your, okay. First of all, I'm not, I'm not going to expose myself on what they said, but mm-hmm. they said, they basically told my mom a, com- like a story at the scene. Then my mom says, okay, what station are you guys taking her to? Good. Um, they said so and so and so. They took me there. When I got there now, this is when my mom figured out that police ain't shit and they are complete liars and they're just super evil. Some of them, not all, but some mm-hmm. of them. Um, they told her a complete, completely different story at the station. So like, did I not said, just talk to you half an hour ago? Yeah, but they talked to, so they talked to whoever was on, on, like, arresting me at the time and then whatever, whoever they talked to at the station. My mom says, this makes no sense because you told me this and this and this at the scene mm-hmm. um, while you had my daughter on the ground. I have bruises up to now from that, you know what I'm saying, from from when they did that. That was on, like, you know what I'm saying, like, that shit mm-hmm. isn't, that that gave me PDSC, I'm not going to lie, for a long of time course. because I was scared. Like, you you lose everything. You lose your power. You have no power. You know, like, nope. this police, you can't do shit about it. You don't want to move. You know, they might do something. I've seen this in states. So it's like, you're just stuck. You're just, like, you're hopeless. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, but whatever. Anyways, they, they told my mom a whole different story. And my mom cussed them. And she's like, um, this makes no sense. And I know you guys are lying. Because you, somebody told me, an officer told me a complete different story when you guys are at the scene. And then now when I come pick her up, you guys are telling me something else. Cat got your tongue? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what's going on? Like, speak up. Have the story yeah. yeah. So, it's like, I don't know, yo. Police, I like guys that I see everywhere. It's not It's not everyone. It's not blacks against police. It's everyone against racist, racist people or whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. yo, sometimes police, they... Yo, I even have a couple of Abuse friends of that power. are... Abuse of power. Yeah. And it's crazy because I have a friend... That is a policeman, and I was talking to him before he got into the academy and all that stuff, and I said, why? Like, why would you? And he's like, because there's power. Like, I get to do whatever I want. Oh, shit. And I was like, and you're black, right? So it's like... I already see where your headspace is at. Yeah. So it's like, if he could admit that, I'm pretty sure half of those fucking police... Sorry. Half of those police men and women think the same thing i can't no censorship all, but... girl no censorship no worries about it oh yeah <laughs> no but like that's how they feel you know what i'm saying that yeah. there's a job title yeah. there's a job title that yo i could do whatever i want yeah you can't put on your sirens to go through the damn red light causing an accident just now you get what i'm saying like there's just mm-hmm. so many factors to 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 being a police officer I don't know, yo. I don't. I the police just never sit well with me at all. I don't care. I don't care if it's always oh, against racist people. Racist people. I I have it. I met a one two good cop, and I'm saying one two out of how much I you know came across. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't That's know. the thing. Don't take like don't get it twisted. There is good and bad in everyone and everything. However, it just seems that when it comes to the black community we encounter more bad than we do good and the ones that do good end up following the bad ones because maybe it's the bad one in charge or they don't want to feel left out or they are overpowered 
Yeah. So it's like you said, you're right. It is a power hungry. It's power struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 also like I feel like if you haven't gotten in trouble and you haven't been in the system and you have not been touched by any type of you know um, police officer, you know, just not be not encountering that mm-hmm. kind of situation, you won't get it. No. It's easy to say Black Lives Matter and oh this and that and this and that, but yo, if you've never gone through it, it's a whole different like vision. For people that's actually gone through that shit hits hard. It hits home. You get what I'm saying? No, you're like, absolutely even, right. Like even even just seeing stuff, you know, like it, there's just so much vision and it always plays on in, in your head because that's the type of shit you don't you don't you don't forget. Mm-hmm. You know, your friends getting attacked, you being, you know, you can't do nothing about it. You know, you feel helpless because it's like like I said before, you could easily be like, you know what, yeah, I'm gonna risk my life and try to like help because I've seen where people there is a bunch of people that yeah would try to get the police officers off the person you know what yeah. I'm saying or there's going to be the bystanders that are just going to sit around and tape it but it's just I don't know no I agree with you 100% because I can literally sit here and I I can say I can feel your pain or I can imagine but I have never been in that situation so to just yeah. even hear from it from someone firsthand I'm in awe like, this goes beyond what you see in the media or you hear people, you know, talk about on social media. But these are real yeah. things and these are real events that happen to real happen. people. Yeah. So I, can, never, I can sit here and post all day, but I will, yeah. until it happens to me, I will never 100% feel and be able to 100% walk in your shoes. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, I've been through so much when it comes to the law and all that stuff. Like, I would never want my kids, I'm just hoping my karma won't, you know, go on them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, But yeah, I'm trying to raise them in a right way where they're obedient and they understand what's right from wrong. But like I said, breaking the cycle. Yeah. But in those situations, sometimes it's, you're not, it's not your fault. Mm-mm. you get what I'm saying you were literally like it happens it happens it happens every day you know what I'm saying even the other day me and my boy were chilling and I won't say the other day maybe like whatever months mm-hmm. ago whatever we were chilling in my just where I'm chilling right now and the police came up first of all you ain't even supposed to be saying anything if we're parked yeah you can't, you're not, you're not pulling us over because we're chilling in the car. Oh, I just ran your plate and this and that, this and that. Technically, you can't even do that, sir. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, but this is what I have to tell people. Know your rights. You oh, hear what just, I'm saying? Yes. Don't just be oblivious. Don't just be blindsided and be like, okay, okay, I see a policeman, whatever, whatever they say I'm going to do, don't. Nope know your rights it's it's so easy you could look it up you could even little little things on google that you could see like um you could look up to see um what questions to ask what is it what questions to ask um a police officer if he was to approach you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying <laughs> because there's things that they cannot ask you and there's things that you could say for them to literally walk away from you so 
yeah, it happens. It happens every day. I'm sorry, but this, you guys, after you will hear this and watch this, I want you guys to actually head over to the page Unapologetic, Unapologetically Her on Instagram. And we are actually going to leave a post that has this information that Tiffany is talking about. Because you're right. This is something that people need to know. Yeah. Some people don't know nothing. Mm-mm. About nothing. And, and this just, is how people take advantage. This is how people lose their cases. This is how people just end up in situations where they don't need to be in and that they're able yeah. to fight, but they just don't know how to. Exactly. Mm. Yep. Mm. <laughs> just damn. Don't kill me. So, okay, Taraji. <laughs> Cookie. <laughs> But it's just the fact that I love the fact that you're able to sit here, be open on this platform, like on the podcast and share your testimony because it's right now I can just imagine how, you know, it feels to open yourself up like this, but to know yeah. that you are, whoever's listening to this right now, there's someone who definitely has been in your shoes in some way. And this yeah, is a testimony good. of where you came from, what you experienced where you are now and where you're going mm -hmm. you just said you know you want to raise your kids differently you trying yep. to do better you're trying to do this or that and the third and it's like this is how you show growth this is how yep. you actually accept what happened to your in your life as lessons don't take them as losses don't overlook them but take every step of your journey well take everything that happens along your journey and use it as a step to get to who you actually yep. are and appreciate it. Appreciate own yeah. it. You get what I'm saying? Own it. Because I don't, like I said, I said, yo, if I never went through it, I would have probably still been a bad youth. I would have still been doing the reckless shit that I, at the day, yeah, I'll still turn up on an ass if, you know, someone gets disrespectful, you know, on a level and because I got kids. Mm-hmm. I, I got kids and I don't want to end up in jail, but I'm saying, don't mess with my kids and don't mess with my family. You Period. get what I'm saying? But it's like, it gives me a, yeah, like, it just, it humbles me, and mm -hmm. it, like I said, it makes me, what am I trying to say? Like, this is why I'm hitting, this is why I'm hitting me, damn. <laughs> nah, but what I'm trying to say is that it's making me appreciate mm -hmm. the experience that I went through when it came to, you know, um, getting in trouble and you know being in my my bad you know bad headspace I should yeah. say just kind of like not caring you know being a rebel you know what I'm saying doing what I want to do mm -hmm. um and you know there's always consequences I'm not saying oh being a badass is so cool no it's not no but but not sometimes yeah but it's sometimes yo don't take shit is what I'm saying. Don't take shit, though. That's for sure. Don't yep. let people walk all over you. Don't let the police walk all over you. Don't let whoever, you know what I'm saying, employees, I don't know, people at school, bus drivers, anybody, stick up for your, stick up for yourself. Mm -hmm. People are, are way too humble and way too quiet. People respect you. Remember I told you when that little kid that I dragged his ass because he called me a little nigger. Yeah. He respected me right. He respected me after and he loved me. He'd run to me every time he seen me after that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. he felt so bad. So sometimes when you do speak up, it kinda helps you 
further in life, you know? Exactly. Choose the best yeah. way for you to speak up. Whether it doesn't have to be physical, it doesn't always have to be verbal. Like we yeah, said, you can exactly. be Malcolm or you can be Dr. King. Mm-hmm. Right? But pick the method that works for you and use your voice. Yeah. You can only take this shit for so long before you're going to pop off yep. on someone Whoa. before you decide exactly. to do something for to yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. I hope that you love what you're hearing so far. Stay connected by not only listening to the podcast, but you can watch the recordings on the YouTube channel, Unapologetically Her Podcast, and follow the podcast on Instagram, at Unapologetically Her, and at Unapologetic underscore UH on Twitter. If you want to connect with me personally, your host Natalie Nadine, follow me at Natalie Nadine on all three social media platforms. Now, in terms of like all these, like, you know, these experience, I call them experiences that you went through. There is like a big old truck behind me. Uh-huh. My bad, y'all. I had a whole truck behind me <laughs> driving oh. by. <laughs> oh, dead, dead. Right? But you had- I was like, <laughs> what was that noise? Like, right? <laughs> So you had all these experiences that happened to you throughout your life so far. How, in a sense, how did you deal with the trauma? And is it something that you overcame? Or is it even possible to overcome? You think you overcome it. And then things like this that's going on in the world right now, it hits you. And then you get into Yeah. And you get into this funk and you get into this. Because I'm not going to lie. I tried to come off Instagram. I did. Um... And I, and I didn't want to like, yeah, I would post on my story, but I didn't want to scroll because it was hitting hard. There was a lot of things that I was seeing that I wasn't approving of and just broke my heart. You know what I'm saying? With like kids being involved and, you know, oh, there's just so much. And then on top of that, like there's, you know what, there's so many, like there's different types of black people. There's different, there's the can I talk? <laughs> but like, there's people, there's people like us that is like, yo, we just want, we just want to be heard and we just want to be accepted yes. like everyone else. You get what I'm saying? But then there are black people that are so against it. Like, well, why are they messing? Why are they, why are they protesting? And why are they messing up businesses? They're just making it worse. And, oh, well, you're mate. We're not, uh, we're not putting out an example. Like someone actually told me like one of my, I wouldn't say one of my girls, but like someone that I know, she told me, cause I, I was furious that some of my friends weren't posting the mm-hmm. black, uh, blackout Tuesday. I was super mad. And even after, even before blackout Tuesday, um, they didn't post nothing. Then, you know, they didn't, say nothing um so I was super cheese and I voiced my opinion on Instagram and then I put it on Snapchat and she's seen and she's like oh I'm black and I didn't say anything I don't think I that for me to show that I'm hurt doesn't mean that I have to post anything whatever but I'm like but it shows that you care and then she went on about saying yeah and then she went out about saying well we're not making it any better like um it's not just policemen killing us um it's we brought the we brought this girl said we brought this upon ourselves because we're killing off each other too 
I actually hate when people compare the two. These are two separate incidents. Yes, there is a black on black crime. There's a yes. white on white. There's white on black. However, when Tyrone kills Jamal, Tyrone goes to jail instantly once they catch him. If John kills Jamal, then all of a sudden, oh, well, it was an accident. Oh, well, he's been acquitted. Oh, well, you know, hard to the people, mental, but we're going to let him be. Mental issues, mental illnesses. Oh, they love to play that card. Yeah, mental illnesses. Um, and she said a whole bunch of bullshit. And I was just like, and of course, she's a mixed breed. She's the white, I'm pretty, her mom's white. I'm not, sorry, I, I'm not, because I'm a mixed breed too, but you ain't woke, my child. You no. ain't woke. You are literally ignorant about it. And that comes from how you were, how you were um, raised. Yeah. Because if you were really cared about your people, you wouldn't be saying some shit like that. Mm-mm. We brought this upon ourselves. No, we did not. Like, no. what are you talking about right now? There's people out there that literally, there's Karens out there. I could be sitting shit. I'm a Pickering. There might be a Karen that might knock on my goddamn window in about five minutes and be like, um, excuse me. You're not supposed to be drinking in your car, in your car seat. But what is it doing for you, though? What am I doing to you? Am I, am I, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, we did not. Like, yo, she cheesed me the most. When she, and the thing is, like, she said a lot of things. I was trying to, I really should have screenshot it, but you know, Snapchat. Yeah. It will, it will snitch on you, so I can't even do that. Right? So, yeah, she said a lot of things, though, but um, there's just, you know, man, there's just a lot. There's a lot of different views on all of this, you know, yeah. like, oh, we could be peaceful and this and that. They tired. Yeah, I. you know what? When I seen people going in the LV store, I was laughing because I was like, "Damn, y'all just y'all just teething out. <laughs> like y'all don't give a shit. Y'all don't. This ain't for Floyd, man. Nope. This ain't for George. This like, is for let me catch a quick bag, a quick pair of Jordans. I'm like, you can't be the protesters. Yeah, you really yeah. came to see what you can profit off of, and then gonna yard while the real protesters are there risking life and limb. Yeah, there's just wild people out there now at this point. Yep. There's the protesters, and then there's the people that just bandwagons. Okay, shit, we've been in the house for four, three months. I want to be outside, too. That's what that, it is. No, that exactly is what I'm thinking. I'm of like, course. Yeah, that's exactly COVID. what it is. Yeah. They, everybody's been locked up, so everyone's, you know what, fucking shit. Of course, George Floyd, BLM, nuh-uh. You out there to get your goddamn whatever outfits. This girl went and, and was going in the store and of course it's crazy because mm-hmm. looters or whatever they were there um stealing shit and then they see a karen going in the store and she's picking out you know outfits or whatever coming out the store all like you know super calm yeah like literally walking over the glass and of course the reporter was like oh because she's white oh i'm hoping that's an employee just grabbing her stuff I'm sorry, what? So, and an employee, let me get this right. So, an employee is just grabbing shit from the store. Uh, so and walking. It's been open in two months. And walking over the glass and just casually walking down the street to her car. I okay. wish. I wish a Karen would. <laughs> like, what? So, a black person does it and we're teething, but then a true see when this first like the protest first started i was dying not of laughter 
but of just what the hell they're showing this woman looting from target my oh yeah two lamps right <laughs> two lamps <laughs> you could have bought these laps any day of the week and you choose uh, to go loot two laps listen listen that's how you <laughs> bodacious will get you listen listen <laughs> listen that woman had her eyes on them lamps for months. She said, listen, I'm going to wait. She's like me. She was waiting for them shits to go on sale. She said, fuck the sale. We finna go up in that bitch and steal those. <laughs> My girl had both laps yo, under her arm like a football I, player. And what's crazy is the fact that yo, her family probably seen that shit was like, Stacy, what are you doing? You know you, you all over the gut. You need to put those shits back. You can't be putting that in our house because now everybody going to come to our motherfucking house and be like, oh, so those are the lamps you stole, eh? <laughs> You're dead. Imagine, though. Imagine seeing your mom do that and then you see her, her ass coming in the door with the damn thing and you said, mom, look at your dumb ass. And she's like, well, everybody's doing it. <laughs> And she has the audacity to put the one lap in your room. No, 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 no. I don't want that shit. Devil be gone. Carol, come take your lap. Come take your laps. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Linda. Yo. (laughs) Don't kill me. I'm dead. I'm talking about like people use the protest to their advantage just so they can go in teeth and then spray paint BLM and be like, okay, well, yeah, it was them. No, that ain't us. What the media isn't showing you are the black people who are banding together and be like, don't tear down this business. Do not turn over that car. Do not destroy that man's property. But they don't want to show that. Yeah. There's a rare, there's rare footages of that. Not a lot, but there's rare footages of of those moments. Oh, yeah. People pay attention. The media will show you what they want you to see, not what you should be seeing. Yeah. Do you, would you protest? Like, would you go down? I feel like if it weren't for COVID, I would definitely want to. Just pray to God to stay peaceful because Lord knows I can't fight. <laughs> you know, or run. Like, nah, like, I, because of my kids, I, I want my life. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Um, this world, this city is too wild. Look at we try to come together for a goddamn Raptors winning and someone come shoot up the thing. You know what I'm saying? Look so imagine a thing. protest for blacks. That shit ain't gonna end well. Sorry. No, last I'm week home. was peaceful. We'll give it to them. Last yeah. week was peaceful. I don't know how yeah. much longer they can keep up with it. But last week Is it every fun. day? No, it is was it? last Saturday and then they wanted to do it this week, but they canceled oh. this week because allegedly it's not planned by the official people. So it's like people were planning this protest as a setup. Having oh. bricks just at the corner of the street where there's no construction as a setup. Wait, that's, that's in Toronto too now? That's what's yeah. going on in Toronto? Wow. I thought that yep. was just a That's here in Toronto. So people are tweeting like, you know, don't go to the protest this weekend. They, oh, they cancel wow. it because you already protest last weekend. And especially with Corona going on, you took that chance. The people yeah. said, we don't want to protest again. Like, Corona's going on. Thank God it was peaceful the first time. 
but I would love to as long as again it stays peaceful. I don't get in no trouble. Ain't no one trying to fight me. I'm 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 good. Yeah. But mm-mm. so they still had it here, but they're trying to cancel it because now people are trying to set set us up. So the minute wow. a fight breaks out or someone starts something, it's over. Mm-hmm. You one, you lose the meaning. You lose the point of going down there. You're putting yourself at risk, both physically and you know health wise. It's just mm-hmm. it's too much. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, That's what I, I, I don't. Trust, I don't trust Toronto. Period. Nope. I don't trust it. From when I will could... stay home and see what I what can I do from home to help you. If I can sign a petition, donate, yeah. spread awareness, I will do it. Yeah. But protests, the peaceful ones are great, but I feel like too many corrupt people right now are just destroying it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. Yep. But my next question for you is actually, if there was anything you can say to comfort those, or just in general, anything that you can say to someone who suffered from police brutality, whether it could be them or a family member, what would you say to them? Um, I know so much. <laughs> I have so much friends like that. Mm-hmm. All you could do is kind of keep it moving. You can't dwell upon it. You know, like it's like for even for myself, like there's moments like this where it brings you back to those, you know, times that you had encounters with the police and stuff. But you just keep your head up. Yeah. Like there's not there's not much you can say. It's just like a death. You know, you can't really. It's a it's a thing that you go through that you kind of just have to take on day by day you know, and take it slow and do whatever is healthy for your mental space. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, if you can't handle the things on social media, stay off social media, yep. do something, go for walks, go to the lake. I know so much guys that you would never, thugs, that literally just go to the lake, have a, you know, a drink like me and just go and sit and chill. And yep, just, just clear your head. Yeah. You know, um, even being around your children, you know what I'm saying? Um, try to be around people that uplift you. Mm-hmm. Try not to be around people that are in that type of, that have that negative, like, impact on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, fuck them police, whatever. We're going to get them. No. no. Be around people that see you and see that you're hurting and understand it and just want to lift uplift you and just change your whole mind state. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all I could say to be honest no that's perfectly fair and honest yeah because you really could have just sugarcoated it and be like oh do you not just do this and comfort like a child no this is straight Um, yeah it's definitely a day-by-day thing though it's not something that you could just get over like i said it's like a death it's like and then like even just now when the police came to my door i would my my fucking heart went to my ass (laughs) (laughs) I was like, hold up, Tim, you ain't do shit. Listen, like, we were good. This past week. Let, let me, let me. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? So, yo, it, like I said, that shit will always be with you. If you've yeah. gotten in trouble with the police, if you see them, everybody, there's not no, listen, you could be the hardest thug in the world. You can be the baddest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when you driving and you see the whoop whoop behind you or passing you or on the street, you 
<laughs> you go straight Caucasian, like on the ass. They like, I, you, know, you get what I'm saying? You don't even want to. So it's just, and this sucks because it's like that's the type of power they have, and I hate that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You feel so like, and then after you're just like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But you say it enough so they don't hear you. Yeah, 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 exactly. But yeah, that's all I can say, though. I like that. I like that. That's just the real honest truth. And like I said, these are, again, the things you're not going to normally hear on social media. These are the things people aren't normally going to tell you because they want to make it look like everything's perfect, crystal clear, like Windex, when that's not the case. It's not cookie cutter. It's not straight and arrow. It's not one plus one equals two. Sometimes you just got to mix it up. Sometimes it's not, doesn't always go as planned. Yeah. Yeah. And another question I had for you, what kind of changes do you want to see made from both the police and civilians in order to try and put a stop to the ongoing battle? If it's, if we're even capable of stopping it, but what kind of changes would you just like to see? Caring, you know what I'm saying? Love, compassion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I say. I'm like, yo, y'all are not human. You get what I'm saying? If you could just do that to somebody and then continue, there's other policemen and policewomen out here that are still doing them things. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. We, at the end of the day, we want change. This, This is what the girl said with the whole thing. And I got mad at her. She did say something though. She said, we might want change, but we're not gonna we're not gonna get change if they don't care. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if they don't care, nothing's gonna change. It's gonna be still. It's gonna be stagnant. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's that's not in our hands. Like, yes, we could fight, we could yell, we could scream, we could protest, we could do all this, all this stuff. But yes, it, we do make a difference, though. You could tell, like. Now they're all in jail. You get what I'm saying? They all got charged. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Um, they upped um, George's, George Floyd's, um, uh, the, the guy, whatever. I don't even Tobin, know whatever his name is. Yeah, they upped his, um, his charges. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. yo, we just need to be a voice. You get what I'm saying? Keep be, don't, don't let this pass and then be like, okay, it's done. Tiddly daddly on our way to like a next, you know, like we need to keep remembering. Yes. We need to keep doing. It's hard because you don't want to be on this topic. It's a really hard and sensitive topic to be on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't know. That's all I can say, to be honest. Like, Care and I, compassion. I, Learn that we yeah. are all humans. We bleed the same blood. Yeah, yeah literally. Um, as for the civilians, just keep the peace, man, and get your point out yeah don't 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 um wander off into another if 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 you have a certain vision for what you want to do and what message you're trying to get get across to people stick Mm -hmm. to that don't go somewhere else and like talk about something else that makes no sense and then it's gonna you know take other people because at the end of the day the ignorant the ignorant people, and I'm going to say just white people, but anyone that's racist, like, you can't change their minds. At the end of the day, that's in their heart. If they don't fuck with us, they don't fuck with us. Point blank, period. So, it doesn't matter. There's the, there's this whole protest. It's all 50 states protested, okay? 
So mm-hmm. yes, it did make a difference and you do there are people that care, mm-hmm. but just like everybody tells me, we are all gonna have haters. Facts. You know what I'm saying? If if we don't have haters, we ain't popping. If God you know what I'm saying? If God Bro. God put us God put us on the, the earth and he gave us extra sauce. Mm-hmm. And they don't like that. You get what I'm saying? Um, if we didn't matter, they wouldn't be so angry to be tearing us down. You get what I'm saying? We matter. Yeah. And we are, everybody wants to be like us. We beautiful, bitch. The fuck? <laughs> Look here, people used to talk about European style of beauty where you had to have, you know, the small nose and the straight hair and the small figure. Now what we have naturally, all them girls be paying for. You're paying yeah. for the behind. You're paying for the lips. You're going after the men and the women. Just think about that. Yeah. That's, that's not for us to be cocky, but that's pretty much what's going on. The same thing you're praising a Kardashian or whoever for is the same thing we have naturally. Yeah. But learn to appreciate yourselves and our community. And I used to get bad up. I used to get bad up all the time for my lips, you know? Mm-hmm. My lips. My lips aren't even that big, but damn. I guess they are. And I mean, the girls. Girls nowadays, they they getting that, and that's and it's very obvious. Y'all need listen. Y'all need to stop getting them damn fillers, okay? Because y'all looking hella dumb. Okay, I'm just I'm just gonna just say as an example now, at least like like Alisa Renna going on, like she had to get them sm- like decreased in size. Who? I mean, I don't know if you watch Housewives of Beverly Hills. Lisa Renna. Men know that. <laughs> search her she used to like have her lips super big and again that's the injections that people are going for so the same thing that we used to get criticized for these women are trying to fill themselves with and it's like well look how the tables have turned mm-hmm. well that's been gone and even weave that ain't all their hair you know how much white friends that i have and half of their shit is short as hell oh i see them layers girl the friggin' thing stops right here, and then you just see boom. <laughs> like at at least blend the shit. Like damn. Like <laughs> like if you if you're gonna do it, do it right. Yeah, shit. That's what we man. asked. Do it right. I was batting us up. Oh, okay, they wear weave. Da 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 da. Which sucks. Yes, we do wear weaves. You know, get the straight hair and get you know a certain look. But well, honey, if you saw what was under the weave, if you saw what happens when I take out these braids. And we get to get, we get to put in braids. We get mm-hmm. to do drags. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. no, they don't slip out. <laughs> on lock. Bill <laughs> <laughs> said on lock. Mm-hmm. So I've yet to have a braid drop out of me in public. I refuse. That should happen to me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and a dread. I'm like, hold up, wait a minute. Is that mine on the goddamn floor? I didn't even pick it up. I say, okay, nobody needs to know. Nope. Let me just put, put, on, put on my hood. <laughs> Yo, gym class was the worst in school. What? Yeah. I don't know who the hell my mom had doing my hair back in the day with my single braids, but she clearly didn't know how to help do hair because that should be falling out in gym class, recess, friggin' class. <laughs> I'm in gym and there's bare braids on the floor. Like, Tiffany, your hair's on the ground. Like, Oh, I'd be so pissed. 
That's the same um white white freaking uh uh school. But they, they love me though, so it's okay. I was a token black girl. Right? Sorry. Just play it off. Play it off. Fuck it. That's normal. Of course it's supposed to be on the floor. Fuck it. It's, you know, it's, it's testing out the waters right now. <laughs> it's a part of the damn style, okay? It's biodegradable. <laughs> they magnetic. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm dead. Yo, I'm dead. Magnetic. Imagine magnetic braids. That's disgusting. Oh my god. Well, they have magnetic <laughs> eyelashes, so don't be surprised. Yo, I see that. I see that, and that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Imagine, like, how do you? No, I need to try them. I might just have to try that and do a review on that shit. Can you please put a video if you do? I, I want to see that. I just need to find how to get my hands on them because I don't know about them things. That looks like mm-hmm. that would hurt. For you, poison your eye and take off your eyelashes. Right? Mm-hmm. Read the take fine print. <laughs> Read the fine print. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Ew, don't kill me right now. Oh my gosh, Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you so much for not only joining the podcast today. But for sharing your truth, your testimony. Girl, wait, I ain't done. Are we done? Girl, you want to keep going? I can keep going. Don't worry. No. Okay, remember I told, I want to talk about black businesses. Oh, yes. Okay, you guys. Well, don't don't press stop yet. There's a part two. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So, So, okay. Yes, we are now all pushing black businesses, right? Like we're pushing, we're pushing to, um, I don't know, support each other and all that stuff. Yes. Okay. This is what my concern is with the black businesses. We need to, as a people, cause I don't have my a business myself yet, but from what I'm seeing from a lot of people, I feel like if you are going to be a professional business owner, mm-hmm. you need to do your research on your services and um the craft that you are doing for example oh you have a point there for example you do the whole lash um or the nail or the facial or whatever you're doing you know beauty stuff okay and you've only been doing it for a month you come out with your price list Mm-hmm. Why are you charging a hundred? Okay, let's just okay. I'm gonna go, I'm going to like the nail part of this. Why are you charging a hundred dollars for an acrylic set? Mm-hmm. And you are um just opening, and there are compared to the Asians and the brown people or whoever are doing nails for how much years and yeah. their acrylic sets are twenty five to thirty dollars. What makes you think that you know what I'm saying? Like why is your chest mm-hmm. high like that? Then on top of it, let me go into the food business now. Y'all want us to support your food businesses. We come into your restaurant. No hi, no how you doing? Nope. You know, just bare attitude, cut eye. Which is unfortunately uh, a bad habit and trend for a lot of these restaurants. And nobody wants to go in your restaurants. And what's crazy about it is the fact that 
I used to work in a couple of, like, I used to work at Sunrise, and I used to work at Nicey's. I used to work at, uh, I don't know, it's like some bootleg, whatever. It was like some, it was a, a West Indian restaurant mm-hmm. back in the day. And I seen how different my manager at the time treated the white people. Oh, hi, how you doing, sir? What do you want? You want rice and peas on the, you know, da, 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 da. but then when a black girl comes in or a black man comes in, middle of dogs. <laughs> have no time of day for you. Like, no, no conversation, um, bare attitude. Y'all need to fix up. I'm sorry. If you guys want us to, oh, black own and don't go to the Chinese and this and that, well, y'all need to fix up your attitude yep. and your price. Because I'm not going to be spending $1,000 to get my my feet, my nails, and my face done by someone that just learned their craft. And they're probably not as as good. For example, if I get my nails done and it breaks off and I come back the next day, are you going to do it for free or are you going to charge me? Yep. Because if I know if Fair I go question. to my guy, and if I know I go to my guy, which is an Asian guy, shout out Ricky, um, for my nails, um, if that shit breaks within a week or two weeks he's fixing that he's not charging me for that you get what i'm saying he's exactly. not giving me cut eye and he's not giving me attitude and and questioning oh well maybe you did something wrong maybe you're doing too much with your your eyelashes or you know like if my eyelashes are coming off or my nails or whatever and questioning questioning me about how i'm treating my whatever you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you want your customers to come back and you know and to have a clientele you need to start treating everyone right and professional you get what i'm saying and i'm not gonna lie i don't there's a lot of black businesses that i don't because they have no professionalism and they're super rude you get what i'm saying and it's sad because like you're so oh my god we gotta we gotta stick with with our kind and do this and that but y'all need to fix up though you can't be treating people like that and i'm not gonna say all black businesses because i do know a lot like twice as nice they treat me good all the time and that's in okay. the east mm-hmm. shout out twice as nice um then there's oh god that's all shout I out to chris jerk and scarborough Ooh, that would be delectable it'd be hot and fresh every time chris jerk where's that morning sun and shepherd oh no god that's like uh bridgemont and huntingwood oh okay okay i need to try that out try it that place forever has a lineup he's the only location oh. in the g like he only has one spot Oh, really? Birchmount and Hunting, Huntingwood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look that up. Yep. But yeah, like, there's just a lot. And then, I'm not going to lie, there's a lot of now new Black-owned businesses that are, especially food, yes. um, you know, that provides all these things. So they're doing well, and they're, you know, respectable. But I just feel as a people, and if you guys want, you know, your support. And the thing is, crazy, we're always bitching about, oh, you, well, you don't support me, you're my friend, and you don't come to me, but you're not doing your job right, though. No. You get what I'm saying? It's like, a two-way street. And on top of it, I'm paying for this. This ain't free. So I'm going to want to, um, you know, use my my hard-earned money on mm-hmm. good services. You get Absolutely. what I'm saying? So that's just something we all need to think about, think about as, a, as a people. And if you're a business owner and you're a Black business owner at that, like – fix up fam but sometimes yo there's some ignorant ass bully ass girls from high school that have their businesses now and they want you to support them but y'all were bullies back in the day so i'm 
sorry, I ain't supporting your shit. You better sip that. Sip it, girl. Because I've <laughs> seen it Instagram, and I'm like, I ain't supporting shit. Because you used to bully everybody, and you're rude as hell. I'm going to take my shit somewhere else. You ain't tell no lie this fall. <laughs> nah, it's come, true, though. Just please, like, come correct or just don't come at all. Yo, and it's karma. Should You should have been treating people right back in the day. Now nobody want to support you. Exactly. Like, kudos to you when you do get the support, but I'm, I've been I, watching you. It's not all about, you You can do the business great, but I need to see your attitude, your aura, your karma, how you deliver your, you, you yeah. yourself as a person, you're a brand. Mm-hmm. You, how you present yourself to others, I look at that first before I even look at your product. Yeah. Before I even look at even your the, website. Even the little messages, like... For example, there's a lot of things on Instagram like um like hair or nails or whatever like no kids. If you're late, that's $20. Yeah. Um no extra people or no DMs and um you know, I, I get the deposit part because you know, I have a lot of friends that are in that and stuff. A lot of people like to cancel, so the deposit is securing mm-hmm. your spot and if you if you flop, they're going to keep that. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. Whatever, that's your loss. But that's their time. Sometimes sometimes y'all are just pushing it and when you the more rules you have for me the more rules you have on your little bio and your little policy okay cool that's how you want to run your business yeah the little like policy that you have listen cool that's your business and that's how you're gonna run it but listen i can't be the only one thinking that you know what you're doing too much in your shit i'm gonna go to someone else you gotta understand that everybody is doing nails Everybody is doing hair. Everybody's doing lashes. Everybody's doing facials. So you're not the only one that someone's going to go to. So if exactly. you have this vibe about you, about no kids, I get it. I get it. Kids can be extra. Like, just like, I'm in my car right now because I can't be recording with my kids around. Because mm-hmm. they just extra as hell. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But it's just the way you word things. It's the way you, you know, present stuff. So be realistic with it. Be, cr- like... I would say empathetic with it. Mm-hmm. Don't just hear boom, 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 take it or leave it. What do you think this yeah. is? Honey, I yeah. can easily leave it and DM the next person on my list. Exactly. And I've done that several times. Mm-hmm. Until I found my beautiful locks lady. Shout out to Locks by Mish. She does my locks. Send that and that's to the me. Only person, that's the only person I go to. She's super sweet. She's a Christian girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I got to shout her out because she always slays my hair and she's super nice and very professional. She has her own oil. That's a, another mm-hmm. Black-owned um, hairstylist. She's literally a lock specialist. Like, she, I love my... Every time she... She's my new girl. I used to go to somewhere else, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she's my girl now, so... Mm-hmm. Hit her up, Black by Niche. Just call me Tiff. That's my Insta. I don't know if you guys know. Yes. Just call me. Head over to Unapologetically Her and put it in the post that talks about Black businesses. Tag yourself and tag her so everyone knows where to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Just call me underscore Tiff with three Fs. Yep. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. me. No, but you are preaching facts, though. Yeah. It's true. A lot of these people, like, if you if you are putting yourself out there right now advertising your business or whatever it is, Make sure what people are coming to see come correct. Because I hate also some of those, especially, we're going to focus more on Instagram because that's where we're getting, obviously, the list. When you see those Instagram accounts that look like spam accounts. 
it's a wig and then this this and then it's that and i'm like okay so who's the person that owns the business yeah. why do these wigs look like stock images hmm. yeah you put no effort into the graphics of this flyer layout yeah yeah, yeah where yeah, is yeah, the yeah. profile picture yeah, why yeah, does your definitely. username have say tiff zero one two three seven seven <laughs> what? what you would make it no sense what the hell like and, you know and you yeah. have the nerves to come and message me yeah <laughs> nah but honestly with the black owned because me and my girl talk about this all the time oh i would love to you know like um just you know um support my sisters and my brothers and my cousins and whoever you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. y'all need to fix up your attitude stink okay some of y'all they stink yep and if you and and your prices man your prices you can't be, be a new nail tech you can't be a new first of all doing hair nowadays i remember when i got my single braids for 30 to 40 bucks now single braids is like okay well if you want a bob it's like you know a hundred if you want it mid-length it's like 200 and then you want it like to your ass it's like 350 dollars oh and then i have to buy and then i have to buy my packs which comes up to like a hundred dollars so basically five hundred dollars and make sure you come with your hair washed or you're charging you get for a wash blow they charge wash and blow dry separate since when was this not a package deal yo i'm not gonna lie (laughs) yo you know what you know it's so crazy that you said that i haven't gotten like that treatment in a long time like wash and like blow dry and then do my hair I don't I you know the last time that happened was when save up to do your hair these days. Child, I get my mama to do my hair. Mm-mm. Last time I saw the bill where wash was one price, drying was the next price. Doing I think what was it? I did a ponytail for my, my graduation. That was the yeah. next price. Then the style was the next <laughs> <laughs> Oh no mommy, stick to the braids. <laughs> Buy the products and we'll do it at home. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say or YouTube it because you everything on YouTube right now. Yep. Yeah. Trust me, hair is crazy now. Like imagine fifty dollars. And then I remember when my mom's like lady, she like raised it up to like eighty bucks and my mom was tripping. Eighty bucks if I could get single braids or dreads for eighty dollars right now, I would be hallelujahing. <laughs> like Who's what? Crazy, crazy. crazy. They're charging $80 for your natural hair. Let me put two cornrows in for you, $80. Yeah, literally, like one, two. And it's not to say you want to support the business, your prices, you know, are justifiable, but people, be realistic. Look at what the average price is. Don't go above and beyond. Yeah, because we're not going to like... Unless your skills really speak to that price. Yeah. But like you said, there's always going to be someone else that can do it. Be realistic yeah. with your customers. It's not a get um get rich quick scheme, which or is even I feel start like people are treating it. Yeah, or even start off small at least. Come on, you can't just open up no your shop. And open. But you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I get it. Supplies. Mm-hmm. Supplies are expensive, and I'm not. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, maybe they're you know like especially if they have their own shop. Yeah, and you're charging that much. I get it. And your own, your your only person, you're your only 
employee you don't you know there's no one there mm -hmm. you're paying for the rent and then you're paying for the surprise so I, I mean yeah but if you're working from home I'm like come on build Stop your it. way up don't just jump to like the height of the scene tower yeah. and then you like plunge no yeah and then people want to wonder why during COVID nobody wants to come and get like you know like well no at the beginning of course everybody wasn't now everybody you know there's like my girl she's doing lashes now and hair mm -hmm. and stuff but before they weren't so I mean when everyone started opening up and saying hey you know what I've got my barber code my barber whatever it is the license to actually work with people and do their services mm -hmm. I feel like they're wondering like why people don't want to come because you're pricey girl and nobody's working right now yeah we're getting served but, but ain't nobody want to be spending all of our damn serve uh, right half of us are not even gonna have our jobs back so that's it you have to find yeah. that balance that compromise yes you have supply and demand yes you need to fulfill these requirements but Fill, fulfill the requirements as an actual business person. Don't just try to scam people out of their money for the yeah. most basic shit. Exactly. And there's some people where their prices justify their work. But mm -hmm. it takes the steps to actually get to that point. They ain't just get there. That's facts. A lot of people see business for dummies 101 and then all of a sudden think that they're the next, um, who can I name? Hi, Cammy, have a business person come. For example, they're the next B. Simone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just think it's from one jump to the next. Mm -hmm. No, it's hard work. Mm -hmm. And a lot of money being put into. You got to have a lot of money to be, or even if you don't have a lot of money, I mean, you got to sacrifices. Yes. To start business. Because, yo, to make money, you got to put money. And people don't understand that. Right? They just think you're just supposed to get. No, you still got to put in. Mm-hmm. And then you got to have that patience and you got to have that um, mental space in your head thinking, okay, you know what? You can't think that you're going to drop a book. You're going to, you know, drop a book or, or a lip gloss thing and thinking that everyone's going to buy it. You got to understand mm. that a lot of people ain't going to support you, honey. Nope. If you get a, a co-sign by someone famous, shit, you you on top of the world now. But that can only last for so long. Yup. That's facts. Mm hmm Can only go so, so far. Yep. Oh, I feel like this is definitely a conversation that needs to be tackled more. We always talk about starting businesses, getting into business, but do business the right way. Yep. Yeah. Take this opportunity to educate yourself, teach yourself, know the ins and outs, know yep. the keys of marketing. Is the, yeah, know the product. <laughs> know the services. Like, I remember my lessons. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> like the four pieces of marketing. I'm like, wait, it is product, place, price. Product, place, price. There's something else. Product, place, shit. Wait, what are the four pieces of marketing? Keep going. Services? I, I, I refuse. No. I refuse to not remember this. Is this you? You learned this in school? Yes. The f ah, product, place, promotion people yeah you, you, you get the point the piece of marketing know those things <laughs> product price place promotion yes i was right know your stuff educate yourself 
That way, when you come, you come correct. And you're mm -hmm. able to keep the consumers that you want and get the consumers that you pray for. Mm -hmm. You don't want to invest all this money, do all this work, and then two twos, you have to close up shop. Yeah, that's facts. Yep. And, and be super customer. professional. Yeah, yes. be super professional because that's key, yo. If you're not professional, you're not nice, and you don't have that people skills, yo, no one's going to come to you. And then that one person that you messed up with, they're going to, yo, it Toronto just super takes small. The one. And Toronto's super small. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That one, you mess up my hair, girl, don't go to her, block her, everybody, review her, report her shit, because I don't know what she did to my hair, <laughs> like, or what she did to my lashes. <laughs> Man, I got stories. I mean, leave that Yelp review. You see, you Yo. see her Instagram? Her. Yep. <laughs> That's fact. That's how it is. You're swimming in a sea of sharks. Yep. Sorry to break it to you, but mm, it's not no cotton candy land. Nope. Mm -mm. I don't know. These are people's hard-earned money that they, you know, they want. That's why I'm so scared to like start a business. I'm like, yo, people are critical. <laughs> best and I don't want to be spending my money. Spend it right. Yep. I don't want to be fucking up nobody's head. You know, nails, whatever. But I can't even see myself doing any of that stuff. Mm, or when you do, you'll do it when the time is right. Because you know what you want, so you know what you're going to give out. I just want to be a comedian. That's it. <laughs> I can so see that. That's it. You know Tiffany Haddish of <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> like, the fact that you can do scripted comedy and you do, like, in the moment kind of comedy. Yeah. Yep. No, you are that's my shit. I don't know. I don't want to do like services. Like I don't. I, I can't see myself doing that. Mm -mm. Like at first, I was like, you know what? Maybe because I, I like my wigs. Everyone loves my wigs, and you know, whatever. But you I'm do that sorry, for fun. That's so work. I'm not gonna lie. I'm one of those people that are like, I could slay my hair, but I don't know about your head because your head. I don't know. That's a whole different. You know those ones. It's true. You know those ones though. You could do your eyelashes and your eyebrows. Six, six, six. And then when it comes to like doing someone else's, you're like, like what the hell? What the hell happened to my skills? Like they went out, they went out, they they went out the window. Right? <laughs> they went out, they went out the window. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm doing right now. I thought I had the skills, but I guess it's just on myself. Right? Because you know yourself, you know your body, yeah. you, know you want. But then that person might not want that one stroke like that. Yeah. They might not want that one piece of clothing to just kind of go off the shoulder like that. Then you got a problem. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Wait, did you actually just wind down your window just now? Yeah. And I'm hot as hell right now. <laughs> I got, this, this wine got me, yo. This, this wine got me, y'all. And it's nice as hell outside. I'm finna take a walk after this podcast. Here I'm in this leather jacket with the ring light beating on me, and, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> First of all, why the hell you got a jacket on, girl? I I have a jacket because it's outside, and I felt like I didn't need it. I didn't want to wear a bra, so that's the only reason why. <laughs> People, I am I am admittedly I'm going to admit this on my podcast. Since being in quarantine, I have not worn a proper wired one until doing the podcast video calls. Um, you know how I don't. What's the bra? Is? What's the bra? 
first of all, even before quarantine, girl, I got small itty bitty, so I ain't wearing nothing. Nothing. And like, for real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why? Why am I constrict? Like, no, like, why? I need to be free. I, I just have to make sure I came correct for the camera because I know this is about to go on YouTube. So I'm like, let me, let me look presentable. The minute no. this is done, whoosh. <laughs> You're going to break up our things. <laughs> and at this moment, this is when you do. You messed up. <laughs> and you ain't even drinking wine. Damn. Right. You guys, That's I was good. literally drinking water. This girl's high off that H2O. H2O. I'm finna go on on that tipsy walk. Hopefully, I don't get attacked by raccoons. Go tipsy walk yourself upstairs. I'm I'm, I'm in the suburbs. These raccoons, they don't play. And then it's quarantine, so they're like, where's the people out? We free, we free. Like, there's raccoons and coyotes. Coyote, girl. You mean foxes. There's foxes out here. Literally chilling. Like, I'm surprised. There was a whole because uh, I was out yesterday for a little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. We seen we seen a family of bunnies crossing the street like it was nothing. I was like, oh, so y'all just running the streets right now? Y'all just slanging your shit right now? Like, yo yo yo, who's over there? <laughs> Bugs Bunny in the house. How are you? Right, a Lola. What up, girl? <laughs> Wait, is her name Lola? Yeah, Lola. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yo, they ain't no humans out here. They homicide. We lit. Y'all have the drink? We like, nah, we got roadkill. I only got carrots, bitch. Like, <laughs> I got acorns. <laughs> yo, I can't. Yo, I can't. But my soul. Damn, I'm sweating. I'm about to cry tears. Yo, I'm freaking dead. The deers are out here like, yo, nigga. Balance. Balance. Across the street. (laughs) You see that one foot up, one foot down. (laughs) Walking down the street in in the goddamn plaza. What you doing in the plaza? There ain't nothing for you in the plaza. At least be in the bushes. They want to be, they like, nah, we taking advantage. We going right. everywhere tonight. Road trip. <laughs> they don't have to be afraid of no roadkill, no cars coming their way. No, what? Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, they are free at last. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm dead. I, I, have my, I have my window down. This guy probably thinks I'm crazy. Got my glasses in my hand. I'm a pickering, mind you. So people are like, with all the lights out, lights on in my car. And how you like, yo, this girl and add a ring light. She lit. She lit. All I need is someone to come over here and be like, so what are you doing? All right. So it's good think you're, you're like you're talking to yourself. <laughs> nah, the car is on, so they can definitely hear you. Okay. Don't make good. me look like I'm crazy, okay, Natalie? All right. No, I'm not. I'm screaming my myself. Okay, because I know that's what a lot of people do. They be blogging and because realistically, you're talking to yourself. You are. You know what I'm saying? It's multiple ain't personalities. Nobody, ain't nobody talking back to you. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> at least they hear you. And I, you know, I roll down the window so they hear you. Okay? <laughs> They're like, yo, 
Marilyn's daughter is crazy. She's talking to herself in the car, and it's well lit. I think you guys need to call back the police and send them to her to her door again. You know, I'm telling you, this has this is one of those episodes that go down in history right now. <laughs> well, I hope people like it. Right, so you people, guys. Wait, make so sure you this hit is, her up on Instagram. So wait, do people? Okay, no, I'm not gonna ask that question. <laughs> I'm not gonna look like the I'm not gonna look like the dunce cap. I'm gonna just chill out on that one. <laughs> I'm like so. I'm gonna just off camera that one. Camera off camera. Off camera that question. So, Michael, before the bodacious hits all the way, do you have any last final remarks before we call it quits for the evening? I'm good, girl. It's been real. It's a great conversation. I would do it again. I miss you. We got to link up. I miss like, you too. Yes, when quarantine's yeah. over and people can be free. Girl, my quarantine's done. <laughs> I love how this girl just dictated it. Girl, it's my birthday month. You crazy as hell. I'm partying every day. This is me and you. This is our virtual party, okay? Yes. So this is this is this is your birthday gift to me, okay? Cause this whole month, this whole month, I'll be quarantine. What, girl? That's done. This whole BLM movement with Corona. Who? Everybody forgot about Corona. Everybody, everybody pinch up beside each other. The mask no, never... so much. Tell them again. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but definitely, it's been real. It's a conversation that needed needed to be uh, told in a story, you know? So I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope you guys could, you know, understand where I'm coming from or now you're yes. coming from, whatever. You like, thank about. you just, again, sharing your testimony, sharing your experience, the path that you went through. Like, just thank you. Of course, girl. You guys, that concludes today's interview with Tiffany. Thank you so much again. You guys already know if you want to follow her on Instagram, I will leave all her information down below of this video and on my Instagram, on my Twitter, if you guys are actually listening to the audio. Thank you so much, Tiffany, once again, girl. Much love. Peace out. Thank Peace. you. Love you. Love Bye. you. This concludes another episode of Unapologetically Black. A big thank you for Tiffany today for not only joining me, but for being brave enough to share her story and use it as a testimony for others. If you have any comments, questions, or podcast topics, hit me up on social media at unapologeticallyher on Instagram and at unapologetic underscore UH on Twitter. Also, don't forget you can listen to the podcast on various platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Once again, thank you all for listening, and hopefully you'll tune in for a new episode. Much love, peace, stay safe, and stay black.